0: To the Brother's Grim Lunch Break. I'm Eric Wagoner. Today I'll be reading The Clever People. One day a farmer got his horn bean stick from the corner and said to his wife, Trina, I'm going for a trip into the country and I'll be gone three days. If the cattle dealer comes by while I'm away and wants to buy our three cows, you can let them go for two hundred dollars, but nothing less than that. Nothing less, do you hear? In God's name, why don't you just leave, she answered. I can take care of everything. Yes, that's what you say, responded her husband. But you're still suffering from that fall you took on your head when you were young. So I'm telling you, don't do anything stupid. Otherwise, I'll color your back black and blue, and I won't need paint for that. Just this stick in my hand. And you'll wear those colors for a good year, at least. You can depend on that. Upon hearing this, the farmer went his way. The next morning the cattle dealer showed up, and the woman did not have to exchange many words with him. After he had inspected the cows and heard the price, he said, I'll gladly pay that amount, because that's what I call a fair price among friends, so I'll just take the cows with me right now. He took off their chains, drove them out of the stable, and just as he was about to head through the farmyard gate, the woman grabbed him by the arm and said, First you must give me the two hundred dollars, otherwise I can't let you go. "'Right,' answered the man. "'But to tell you the truth, I forgot to take my money-belt with me. "'However, you don't have to worry. "'I'll leave you a deposit for sure. "'I'll just take two of the cows with me and leave the third here. "'That way you'll have good security.' "'That made sense to the woman, "'so she let the man go off with the two cows and thought, "'Hans will certainly be happy when he sees how clever I was.' "'The farmer returned home on the third day, as he said he would,' and asked right away whether the cows had been sold. "'Certainly, my dear Hans,' answered his wife. "'And, just like you said, for two hundred dollars. "'They're not even worth that amount, "'but the man took them without putting up an argument.' "'Where's the money?' asked the farmer. "'I don't have the money,' replied the wife. "'He forgot to bring his money belt, "'but he'll return with the money soon. "'He left behind a good deposit.' "'What kind of deposit?' asked the man. "'One of the cows.' He won't get it until he's paid for the others. I was clever about it. I kept the smallest because it eats the least. The farmer was furious. He raised his stick in the air and was about to paint her black and blue as he had promised when suddenly he lowered his hand and said, You're the silliest goose that ever waddled the face of God's earth. But I feel sorry for you. I'm going out on the highway and I'll wait for three days to see whether I can find anyone more stupid than you are. If I come across one then you're free. If I don't, you'll get what's coming to you, but with no deduction. He went out to the large highway, sat down on a rock, and waited to see what would happen. Soon a hay cart came along, and a woman was standing in the middle of it, instead of sitting up front on the stack of hay, or walking behind the oxen and guiding them. "'That seems to be just the type you're looking for,' he thought." So the farmer jumped up and ran, like someone out of his mind, back and forth in front of the cart. What is it you want, friend? she said. I don't know you. Where do you come from? I fell out of heaven, answered the man, and I don't know how to get back. Do you think you can drive me there? No, answered the woman. I don't know the way. But since you're from heaven, perhaps you can tell me how my husband is. He's been up there for three years, and I'm sure you must have seen him. "'Of course I've seen him, but things don't always go well for everyone up there. "'He tends the sheep, but those dear animals make life hard for him. "'They jump around in the mountains and get lost in the woods. "'Then he has to chase after them and drive them back home. "'Most of his clothes are tattered, and they'll fall off his back soon. "'There aren't any tailors there to mend things, because St. Peter won't let them in, "'as you probably know from that old fairy tale.' "'Who would have thought of that?' the woman exclaimed. Do you know what? I'm going to get his Sunday coat that's still hanging in the closet at home. I'm sure it'll be respectable enough to wear up there. you will be so kind as to take it with you, won't you? It won't work, answered the farmer. Nobody's allowed to bring clothes into heaven. they will take them away from you at the gate. Listen to me, said the woman. I sold all my best wheat yesterday and received a tidy sum for it. I want to send him the money. If you put the purse in your pocket, nobody will notice it. If you think that's the only way, replied the farmer, then I'll gladly do you the favor. Just stay right there, she said. I'll drive home right away and fetch the purse. I may as well keep standing. It's better than sitting up front, because this way I make the cart lighter for the oxen. She spurred the oxen on and drove off, while the farmer thought, She's got all it takes to become a lunatic. If she really brings the money back, my wife can thank her lucky star that she won't get a beating. It did not take the woman long to return with the money, and she herself put it into his pocket. Before she went away, she thanked the farmer a thousand times for his kindness. Back at home, she found her son, who had just returned from the fields. She told him all about the day's extraordinary event, and added, "'I'm really happy that I got this opportunity to send something to my poor husband. Who would have ever thought that he'd be short of anything in heaven?' His son was totally amazed." Mother, he said, it's not every day that someone appears from heaven. I'm going right out to see if I can still find him. I want to know what it's like there and how the work's going. He saddled the horse and rode away in great haste. Soon he found the farmer sitting under a willow tree and counting the money that was in the purse. Have you seen the man who fell out of heaven? The young man called to him. Yes, answered the farmer. He's already started on his way back and has climbed the mountain over there. Where it'll be closer for him. If you ride hard, you might be able to overtake him. Oh, said the young man, I've been working the whole day, and the ride here has completely knocked me out. Since you know the man, you could do me a favor. Get on my horse, and when you catch up to him, persuade him to return. Aha, thought the farmer. He's also one of those people not destined to become a beacon of light. Then he said, I'll be glad to do you the favor. Then he mounted the horse and galloped off. The young man sat there until midnight, but the farmer did not return. Well, he thought, I'm sure the man from heaven was in a great hurry and didn't want to turn back. So the farmer probably gave him the horse that belonged to father. He went home and told his mother what had happened and said he had sent the horse to his father so that he would not always have to walk around on foot. You did the right thing, his mother said. You are still young, and your legs are strong. When the farmer arrived home, he put the horse in the stable next to the cow held in deposit. Then he went to his wife and said, Trina, it's your lucky day. I found two people who are even simpler than you. This time you'll get off without a beating. I'll save it up for another time. Then he lit his pipe, sat down in his grandfather chair, and said, That wasn't a bad deal. Two lean cows for a sleek horse and a large purse of money to boot. If stupidity were always to turn in such a profit, I'd gladly give it my due respect. So thought the farmer. But I'm sure you like the simple people better. The End The Brothers Grimm Lunch Break is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no-derivatives license. Download it and share it all you'd like but don't change it or sell it. The translations used are copyright Jack Zipes and are used with permission. His collected translations, The Complete Fairy Tales of the Brothers Grimm, is available on the media of your choice from Bantam Books. The music is Mount Timbrel by Jamie Janover off his All Strings Considered album, available on magnatune.com. If you'd like to listen to any of the other tales, you can find them on our website, grimlunch.org, where you can also leave comments or subscribe through iTunes. And if you're in iTunes, would you mind leaving a review or clicking on stars to give this podcast a rating? It helps other people find the tales, and I'd really appreciate it. Thank you for listening.